Hello, my name's Joanna Bailey. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Simple Flying podcast, where we'll give you the lowdown on the latest news from the world of commercial aviation. Here's what we've got for you this week. Coming up today, we're going to recap everything that was fun and interesting at last week's Dubai Air Show. The event was possibly the best year ever, with more than 100,000 attendees joining in and an impressive display of more than 190 aircraft. Now it's wrapped up, it gives us a chance to reflect on how the week was. And to give you a flavour of what happened on the ground last week, here's Tom as he was leaving the show at the end of the week. So I've just left the air show for the final time for this week. And, you know, it's really sad, but... What a week it's been, you know, what an air show. It's been a bit different from Paris and Farnborough um, that we've seen recently. You know, it wasn't so heavy on the announcements as I was expecting, but that by all means did not mean it was a bad air show at all. Obviously, on the Monday, you know, it was order, 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 order. My highlight was the Fly Dubai 787 order, and that's so exciting. I think it's really going to open the world for them, and it is such a pretty livery on the plane just from the renderings. Um, of course, that wasn't the only thing. We had Emirates' huge order, um, Egypt Air, you know, some more carriers. It was it was wild. Of course, though, you know, on day one, the only order that Airbus got was the Airbus A220 for Air Baltic. Um, sad I didn't get to say hi to Martin, but congratulations on that one. Day two was a bit different for us. You know, the focus shifted from press conferences to interviews. I had the pleasure of sitting down with Tony Douglas, who's the CEO of startup Riadair. Um, and he was very excited to tell me about his liveries and what's going on with the carrier. Um, I also sat down with Sheikh Ahmed, who is the CEO of the Emirates Group, while Summit sat down with Tim Clark, who is the, um, the president of the Emirates Group. And there were some more interviews here and there. And, you know, watch our coverage in the coming weeks to see what happened. Um, Wednesday, now, that's a different day altogether to Monday and Tuesday. Again, it was very light on the orders on Wednesday and the big news. Um, there were a couple of little press conferences um, in the morning. Uh, Fly Dubai again announced that they would be building a new maintenance facility at Al Maktoum International Airport or Dubai World Central. Dubai South, whatever you want to call it. It's got all of these names now. Um, it's also the facility where the air show takes place, actually. So yeah, that was an interesting wonder for me is how the air show can coexist with a major international airport at this, um, at this location. Um, and then, you know, Wednesday, as I said, it was a bit of a different day. So Summit and I took the time to really explore the aircraft. We went on all sorts, from Airbuses to Boeings. My absolute highlight of the Airshow week came on Wednesday when I finally got to sit in the cockpit of the 777X. And this is something that I've been asking for since the plane first debuted in Dubai two years ago and at Farmer and in Paris. And, you know, it finally happened this time and it was a dream come true. And I do just want to give a sort of thank you shout out to Jeff in case you listen to this, who was showing us around the Boeing 777X because, you know, number one, he really knew his stuff. And I've also, I don't think I've ever seen anyone, like a lot of the employees or almost all of the employees I've ever interacted with at Boeing are super passionate but Jeff really took it to a whole new level. So um, thank you for that. 
Um, moving into Thursday, I'm a bit jealous of Summit because he got to go and see Emirates' engineering facility while I was doing all of the hard work that remained at the show. But again, you know, some more interesting interviews. I had the chance to sit down with Paul Griffiths, who's the CEO of um, Dubai Airports. And there were some other interviews here and there. Again, they'll be coming across our coverage in the coming weeks. You know, just because the air show has finished, it does not mean there is no more news or coverage to come from it. Um, of course, as I said, there's one more day of air show tomorrow on Friday. Simple Flying won't be going to that one. Um, typically, you know, the last day of the air show, it's quite a quiet affair. It's, you know, like if I didn't have other plans, maybe I would go and just um, see stuff. But you, you, you see it in terms of who's at the air show. So, for example... Today, I didn't really bump into any other press um, at the show at all, although that might partly be because most of them were in Emirates. <laughs> Saudi's uh, new aircraft had already left the air show after Monday. Um, the Qatar Airways aircraft, I believe, had left after, um, after Tuesday. And after Wednesday, the 777X was no longer at the air show. But I understand that's not departing until Saturday because it's having some little bits and bobs tweaked before it takes off. Um, but, you know, what a week. And <laughs> I'm so happy that we managed to come. And I'm a bit sad almost that we've got to wait another two years until the next Dubai Air Show. Although there's a bit of consolation in that the Bahrain Air Show will be coming up at the same sort of time next year. But I think that's all I can rant on about for now about the Air Show. I'm sure I will say even more about it once I've finally collected my thoughts on next week's podcast. But thank you to everyone who was at the Air Show this week and made it such a fantastic experience as it was. And as always, thank you to all of our listeners to putting up with me sitting on an A380 and going on and on about planes. Back to you, Joe. Thanks, Tom. Well, the most important question, of course, is in the great world of Airbus versus Boeing, who won? Well, you know, on paper, Boeing had a really good air show. Uh, they scooped up nearly three times the orders of Airbus and announced 295 new aircraft sales in total. You know, narrow-body sales are critical for both manufacturers, and neither has been without its fair share of problems in recent years. Of course, we all know what happened with the MAX, and more recently, the A320neo family has been struggling with Pratt & Whitney geared turbofan engine issues. The concerns around the A320neo were evident at the air show because not a single A320 family order was announced last week. Boeing did get some MAX orders, though, and one of the most notable commitments, I thought, was from Ethiopian Airlines. Um, of course, that's a very important sign of restored confidence in the model following the crash of Flight 302 a few years back. But the order was seen as a bit of a snub to Airbus. Um, in fact, the CEO, Mesfin Tassu, claimed that it had previously expressed interest in Airbus's A220 aircraft to replace its turboprop fleet. But also said Ethiopian would not consider placing an order until the issues with Pratt & Whitney's PW1500G turbofan engines were resolved. Aside from Ethiopian, Boeing also announced MAX orders from Sun Express for 28 MAX 8s and 17 MAX 10s. Scat Airlines bought 7 MAX 10s. 
Egypt Air signed a lease with Air Lease Corporation for 18 MAX aircraft, but Airbus did make some narrowbody sales, although not for the A320. It was for the smaller aircraft in its lineup. Now, of course, it was all A220 operator Air Baltic who was shoring up their fleet for the coming years, and they signed another order for 30 A220 300s and included 20 options as well. That airline is eyeing a fleet of 100 A220s by the year 2030. That's a big, big A220 fleet. On the wide body side, Boeing had a big winner in the Dreamliner. Lots of orders coming in for that. Ethiopian signed up for 15, Royal Jordanian for 6, and Royal Air Maroc for another 2. Emirates adjusted its backlog, increasing it by 5, so it will take in total 35 Dreamliners now. Most excitingly, as Tom mentioned, was Fly Dubai adding the 787 to its future fleet, which will be the first time that particular airline has operated any wide bodies at all. But the yet-to-launch 777X was undoubtedly the star of the Dubai Air Show, with Emirates ordering 90 aircraft, boosting its current order book for the type to a staggering 205. Sumit Singh, our editorial lead, had the opportunity to sit down with Emirates President Sir Tim Clark to discuss the order and other issues facing the airline. Here's his summary of what was said. Thanks, John. Emirates stole the Dubai Airshow with its orders, kicking off the action by ordering another 19 Boeing 777Xs, increasing its backlog to 205 units. The airline also rejigged its 787 order book. It now plans to take delivery of a total of 35 787s, split between 20 787-8 and 15 787-10 aircraft. So it looked like Boeing was going to be the manufacturer of choice in this next chapter of Emirates. During a press roundtable at the Airshow, Sir Tim Clark even called the Airbus A50's engine defective. He candidly declared that the Rolls-Royce Trent XWB97, which is the exclusive engine option for the Airbus A350, is not doing what the airline wants on the A350-1000. He said that the engine manages about a quarter of the cycles that Emirates requires, which is approximately 2,000 to 2,500 flight hours. So it looked like a prospective new A350 deal was off until late Wednesday night when we heard there were some last gasp talks going on. Finally, on Thursday, it was confirmed that Emirates ordered more A50-900s, taking its total backlog for the Type to 65 aircraft. Notably, the 900s hold the Trent XWB84 engine. So our team is happy with this one. Nonetheless, it's not a surprise that Emirates is giving Airbus business with this aircraft. After all, the airline remains a massive fan of the other Airbus wide-body type that it holds in the form of the A380. The carrier expects to fly the A380 into the 2040s, so it is tomorrow this week that his airline will try to keep 116 units going as long as they can. Then at the back end of the next decade, the whole thing will drop to 90, unless Airbus somehow decides to board another one. With certain jokingly highlighted, he's trying to convince them. He emphasised that the A380 operations across the industry are in full swing and that the model only rise. Thus, with the A380 program finished, Emirates is preparing for a capacity spike over the next few decades with the upcoming deliveries of the 777X, 787 and the A350. Thanks, Summit. Well, that notion of the Trent engines on the XWB not being as good as Emirates once was kind of reflected in its order decisions at the show. 
it was very highly anticipated, shall we say, that there would be an order for the A350 from Emirates. Um, you know, there were rooms booked and everything, as Tom kind of talked about earlier. Uh, but the final announcement of just 15 A350 900s was seeing as, seen as something of a consolation prize for Airbus. Clearly, Emirates does want the 1000, but was unable to reach an agreement last week. But for Airbus, the A350 900 did very well. Egypt Air signed for 10 and Ethiopian for 11. But of course, you can't send Tom Boone to an air show and not expect there to be at least some action from Airbus's biggest aircraft. Because this is, after all... Tom's A380 Podcast. So Emirates has a lot of love for the A380 and as well as stating that it would stay in its fleet until at least 2040, Emirates also signed over $1.5 billion worth of maintenance contracts designed to extend the life of the super jumbo fleet. These included contracts with Pratt & Whitney, Lufthansa Technic, Collins Aerospace and Safran. Most excitingly, part of that commitment was a $1.2 million seating overhaul for most of its wide-body fleet. So we can be expecting some exciting new products coming to Emirates A380s in the future years. Richard Sherman is a journalist at Air Insight and founder of the A380 fan club. Um, so, of course, he knows Tom very well. He joined Tom on board a Super Jumbo at the show. Here's what they had to say. So today is a very special episode of our podcast because not only am I sitting on an Airbus A380, but I'm joined with Richard, who is the operator of the Airbus A380 fan club on Twitter and a freelance journalist. Yeah. Hello. So how have you been finding the show so far, Richard? Uh, interesting from the commercial point of view. Uh, interesting orders, of course, on Monday, the first day, a bumper order from Emirates for the Boeing 7799 mm. and even the 8, the mm. revival of the 8. Uh, but also interesting that Air Baltic was here to uh, already announce uh, a further order for the A220-300. And uh, Egypt Air uh, was back today buying the A350-900 and they leased uh, the MAX 8. So they are diversify and everyone is speaking about growth. And you see a lot of uh, Arabian area carriers here. Uh, Riyadh Air, mm. Tony Douglas, uh, Saudi Air has a huge presence. They announced they're going to cooperate. Etihad, growth, uh, everyone, uh, Qatar Airways. We miss Al-Akbar, he isn't here, mm. and I haven't seen the new one, but uh, yeah, it's uh, quite an interesting uh, show so far. And, you know, yesterday Boeing really stole the show, I think it's yeah. fair to say, um, and Airbus is kind of lagging behind a little bit so far. Do you think this is going to change? It's the way, yeah, it, it could be perceived like that, but uh, pre-air show, it was on, uh, was it Friday? Uh, the big news came from uh, Istanbul mm. on the way into Dubai. I think uh, Guillaume Fauri, the CEO of Airbus and uh, sales boss Christian Scherer made a stopover in Istanbul. And I kind of signed a pre-order agreement with Turkish Airlines for 345 aircraft. If they would have announced it here, Boeing would have been blown away. Uh, but uh, apparently it's not going to be announced here, I understand, because it's already announced, uh, leaked out. Uh, yes, it's, it's correct that there is a kind of understanding. Um, so Ahmed Bolat, CEO of Turkish, apparently isn't bothering coming to, to the hot and sandy Dubai. But 
yeah, it, Boeing so far has done very good, uh, uh, very good orders uh, for the Max, for the 787, uh, and for the 777, mm. 10 years after the, the big orders were announced here. Mm. And what are you expecting from the rest of the show then? Not sure, actually. I was hoping uh, that uh, Turkish was going to announce that order, but, uh, well, apparently not. Uh, Airbus says they don't know if something's going on. Uh, for the rest of Tuesday, nothing is scheduled. For Wednesday, we don't know. Mm. Boeing has a few announcements to make. But uh, I think we have seen the biggest deal so far. But you never know. Mm. I was here in 2017, and on the last day, uh, the last big order from sales chief John Leahy, the legendary John Leahy, uh, he signed an order for, I think, for 470 Airbus aircraft for uh, Indigo Group, including uh, Wizz Air and Frontier. So the devil is in the detail on the last day. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me. I think the only thing that's left to do now is go and have a look around this wonderful A380 we're sitting on. Yeah, I flew in uh, on, on an order run, the EOW registration. This is the EVG. I think we, this same aircraft was here two years ago. Mm. This one has the premium economy. Uh, I am now sitting in economy, exactly the same kind of seat that I will return uh, next Saturday. Uh, and of course, upstairs, that's where the fun starts in business and especially uh, first class. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a great aircraft. I uh, started running the A380 fan club kind of out of fun, but it's a very comfortable aircraft. But mm. um, um, can't wait to compare it with the 777 in the future. Mm. I certainly want to do that. But uh, Nothing can beat the A380, even the 777 current, the 300GR. Yeah, it's a little bit older again, and this flies like an ocean liner. It's so mm. smooth and comfortable. Mm. So, uh, yeah, let's wait for the departure, but we have been told we are not going to. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. Well, thanks, Tom, and thanks, Richard. I can forgive you for um, being sat on an A380 while I'm sat at my desk, maybe. But that's just about all there is to report from Dubai Air Show this year. Of course, if you'd like any more details on any of the stories we've talked about here, please head on over to simpleflying.com where you'll be able to find out more. And that's it for today's podcast. We do hope you enjoyed it and welcome your feedback at editorial at simpleflying.com. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do leave us a rating on your favourite podcast player. Thanks for listening. Listening.